This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's satellites. COVID farm worker bill passes. Dems call for rural task force. And UK sees a way forward on ag. Farm worker bill on COVID-19 passes assembly. Assembly members yesterday approved AB 2043, which would help protect farm workers from COVID-19. It would mandate statewide adoption of Cal-OSHA guidelines, regardless of existing county ordinances, but also direct the agency to increase its enforcement. In debating his bill, Assemblymember Robert Rivas, who represents an agriculture district along the Central Coast, echoed widely felt concerns that outbreaks among farm worker communities could impact national food security. Co-author Eduardo Garcia shared how the disease is affecting his region of the Coconella and Imperial Valleys. It was the highest rate of per capita COVID-19 cases in the state, with the majority of those affected being agricultural workers. The area is home to California's highest unemployment rate at 26%, which will likely rise as high as 40%, he said. Standing in opposition to the bill was Republican Heath Flora, who represents parts of the San Joaquin and Stanislaus counties. Flora pointed out that he comes from a career in ag and supports the concept behind the bill, but said counties should control what happens at the local level. He said the state is so uniquely diverse and our agriculture regions are uniquely diverse as well. The measure passed 50 to 9 with about 20 lawmakers abstaining from the vote. California Dems join call for a COVID-19 rural task force. A number of Democratic Congress members are advocating for more attention to rural areas in the federal response to the coronavirus pandemic. Senators Dianne Feinstein and Kamala Harris recently joined 12 representatives for both urban and rural ag communities in a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. They are asking for a COVID-19 rural task force at USDA that includes California. The letter follows a similar one sent by other Congress members in April. It also echoes concerns over federal broadband funding that rule is different in California. While these communities can have higher populations, they are rule in every other sense and often depend on ag, the letter argues. Farm Credit hooks up Cal Poly with agribusiness endowment. Six farm credit banks have donated a total of $255,000 to the Agriculture College at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. The endowment fund will support student projects in agricultural finance, lending, data analytics, and risk management. These students are some of the best and brightest in the state, and farm credit has generally benefited from the education they receive there, according to the CEO of Farm Credit West. Court rejects union's request for temporary COVID-19 workplace standard. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals has rejected the AFL-CIO's petition for a temporary infectious disease standard to protect employees from COVID-19. The court said in a brief ruling yesterday that OSHA's decision not to issue an emergency temporary standard is entitled to considerable deference. 
in seeking a standard. The Federation of 55 National and International Labor Unions, representing 12.5 million workers, argued that it was necessary. It would protect health care workers as well as those in the food industry, such as grocery and other retail clerks and employees at meat and poultry plants. Survey. More consumers opting for plant-based alternatives. The International Food Information Council is out with its annual survey of consumers, and it shows that plant-based meat and dairy alternatives are increasingly popular. According to the survey, 28% of U.S. consumers are eating more protein from plant sources than 2019. Some 24% are eating more plant-based dairy products, and 17% are buying more plant-based meat alternatives compared to last year. Now, keep in mind, some 43% of consumers believe that a product labeled as, quote, plant-based is healthier than the alternative. The survey of over a 1,000 adult Americans was conducted between April 8th and 16th. UK wants quick deal with U.S. Ag remains sensitive. The UK wants to wrap up a comprehensive free trade agreement with the U.S. before the November election. But agriculture issues remain sensitive, says the British Trade Commissioner for North America and Council General in New York, Anthony Philipson. The second round of U.S.-U.K. trade talks is expected to begin June 15th. Philipson says the British goal for now is to concentrate on the issues where there is already strong agreement between the two countries, but acknowledged that difficult concessions on agriculture issues will be necessary on both sides. U.S. lawmakers might not agree. The British government has already declared it will not negotiate on its restrictions on most U.S. chicken and beef. But Phillipson still offered optimism, saying he thinks there is a way of finding a mutual way forward on ag issues that delivers opportunities on both sides. Essential workers more likely to use SNAP. People who are essential workers, including people who work on farms and processing plants and at grocery stores, are more likely to rely on food stamps than other Americans, according to an analysis by the Center for American Progress, a left-leaning think tank. Some 13.4% of essential workers, or about 5.5 million people, needed SNAP benefits at some point during 2018, compared to 7.8% of workers in non-essential jobs. About one in six farm workers use SNAP benefits, as does one of every three workers in the food and restaurant sector. Here's today's He Said It. My grandfather, who raised me, was a farm worker. I saw how hard he worked for 50 years of his life as a farm worker. He did this work day in and day out. That Assemblymember Rebus, who offered references his grandfather during debates on his farm worker bills. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, June 12th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.